You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 155, Flower Elixirs for the Year of the Tiger with Katie Hess of Lotus Way. Welcome to episode 155 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out and be sure to sign up for our mailing list. We have lots of interesting things coming up and we have a new offering that will be available just for one week in February called the Inner Circle. Laura, do you want to tell them about that? Well, yeah, enrollment is only open for one week. And then it's a monthly group that comes together three times a month for different circles. So it's called the inner circle. So one month would be focused around divination and connecting with the heaven energy. Another day of the month that we're doing, it's like a half an hour workshop will be about your home. So we'll do floor plan reviews and then we'll also do stuff that's really more personal. So really connecting with humanity realm. And that will be around questions that you have, personal feng shui questions, which you can submit. So it's a way for us to connect with people. It's a way for us to be able to reach out to more people. And there will be a special founder's price um, that will be super like low. And then from there, you know, every time we open it, it'll go up. So on the website, if you go to mindfuldesignschool.com, you'll see a big thing there, click on it and get on the waiting list because then we're going to send an email to everyone so that they know when it's open. Yes. That sounds like so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. You should join Katie. Yeah. We're excited. It's a little bit different, but we thought we already do these things. Let's group them together with a theme and just be able to have everyone participate. So we just thought it would be a good way to really create a community. Yeah. 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 Well, so before we start or as we're starting, I wanted to introduce our guest for this episode, my, or our dear friend, Katie Hess. Katie Hess is a flower alchemist and the founder of Lotus Way, one of the world's leading floral apothecaries. After 15 years of independent research of flower and plant-based healing, her flower-powered community is thriving in over 15 countries. So we're really delighted to have Katie with us. And if you've been following us for a while, we've we've done this how many years now, Katie? Several. Yeah, it's become like a yearly ritual. I love it. Yeah, it's so it's so much fun. And so we, uh, Katie and I, we get together and we do this podcast episode where we talk about every zodiac animal for this new lunar year that we're welcoming in. And this time around, it's the year of the water tiger. We're saying goodbye to the ox and welcoming in the water tiger. And then Katie, so Laura and I talk about each animal and then Katie will offer a supportive flower elixir for each animal based on the energy that we expect in 2022. Yippee. Okay. So, so I thought we was, okay. So I thought we would start with maybe talking a little bit about what to expect in general as a collective with this tiger energy. So on February 1st, we will be welcoming in the year of the water tiger. So this is based on the lunar calendar. And so the year of the ox 
is what we were in in 2021. And we'll be transitioning now to the water tiger. And so you may have already been feeling this shift in the energy because it'll, it's not like, um, like you wake up one day and this is, the energy is different. It transitions very slowly, just like the weather or the seasons. And so Lunar New Year's Day falls on February 1st this year. So Laura and I put together a top line review of the overall energy of the tiger year, as well as how it may impact each of the 12 zodiac animals. And Laura has a couple of disclaimers about the date (laughs) and... Yeah. So a couple things, we're going to go through the years for each of the animal and just know that you, those years, they change after February the 4th or the 5th. So if we give you a year, know that that applies to, if you've been born after February the 4th, if it's prior to that, you are looking at the year, you're going to have to sort of judge it on the year prior. Okay. Just because of the way the Chinese calendar works. And another disclaimer that we like to, it's the fun disclaimer. So people tend to get a little bit fearful around this and they put a lot of stock into it and they get really excited. And we love that people get excited. It's a, it's a very interesting, rich way to explore energy uh, looking at these animals, but know that this is only one part of what's called Batsi or the four pillars. It is really, we're looking at your year pillar, but you have three other pillars. So if you really, really want to dive deeply into this, we recommend that you work with someone that specializes in Batsi or four pillars, or like we do, we do this for fun. And we like to say that the animal of the year, there's a quote is the animal in found in your heart. So there's like, it's a way to sort of tap into kind of really basic energy and not get too exact about it and to not be fearful and to always know that you have many ways to work with the energy and to use your own free will, your good deeds, your hard work, your education, and all these amazing things. So don't panic. It's fun and everyone will have a good year. It's just, we're going to give you things to think about. Yes. And we're going to learn about a flower elixir that can also support us. So there's always tools that we can Mm -hmm. tools, people, energy that we can use to shift. It's about just hearing what the weather forecast is, right? Exactly. So, So let's talk a little bit about the year of the tiger. So in the Asian system, there's a 12 year cycle and we're leaving the ox, which was second in line. And next, the third is tiger. And so it's a really great year. It's most in harmony with those born in the year of the horse, the dog, and the pig. In fact, the pig is the BFF of the tiger. So if you've been following us for a while at the Holistic Spaces store, we sell a Chinese New Year charm every year with the animal, the year animal's best friend. So I send them to Katie every year and Laura every year. So um, this year you'll be carrying around a little pig, very cute little pig and pig, horse and dog have the most harmonious energy. So naturally everything will be kind of on an upturn for you. And in general, it'll be challenging for it's challenging for what animals, Laura? Monkey. Monkey, right. Monkey. Oh, right. Monkey mm-hmm. and, and snake. snake. Sorry. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> but that just means also that it could be a year where you really start to look at things that are challenging for you and how to, and how to face them. So tigers in general are, are known as ferocious and fierce 
They lead very solitary lives generally. They are very territorial. So Laura likes to talk about, we can imagine a house cat, but bigger. And also my chihuahua is a little bit territorial like that too. <laughs> but uh, she's like a house cat, but smaller. And tigers are strong. They can take down very large prey and they are very maternal as well. They really care for their cubs. Tigers are one of the four celestial animals. There's four celestial animals that come from Taoism and it's a foundational concept that we use in feng shui. And so the white tigers in the West, which is connected to that idea, the setting sun. And the tiger also has really big energy, like the dragon and the rooster, they are indigenous to China. So when the system was developed, people knew had seen tigers in China, but however, now they're endangered. Also, one thing about the tiger is that they're connected to the fixed element of wood. So wood in general is big energy, very active, always moving, never just staying in one place. And they're also very direct as opposed, you know, to the monkey, for instance, which is the opposite energy. So the opposite energy is this monkey. So you can imagine like the energy of a tiger is they're a straight shooter. Whereas a monkey will kind of take a very uh, sneakier, they're sneaky, (laughs) a different route, a very, (laughs) you don't know what's happening in their head when they're, they're moving around, right. Where the tiger is very direct. And Laura, do you want to, do you have anything you want to share about that? Yeah. I think overall, when I like to think about the energy of a tiger, it's very dynamic. As you said, it's always moving, maybe even a bit boisterous, bold, colorful. I mean, when you think about a tiger, they're just beautiful. I mean, they're breathtaking. And when you start to factor in the idea of that fixed wood element, you get that pioneering, you know, energy of, 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 kind of always having to be doing something, but with a tie with, you know, and there are other element, there are other animals that are like that, but tigers have a little bit of an unpredictability about them as well. And as you meant, solitary, solitary animals or a bit stubborn in that way, kind of, it's like their way to do it. They're really direct. They just want to get it done and they like freedom. I mean, they don't want to be caged. They don't want to be, you know, tied down. So it's, a, it's a very strong energy and it's quite a shift from the ox, right? It's a quite a, it's, it's a shift to more action for sure. Yeah. More action. Also, I look at it for me, when I think of, when I compare the ox and the tiger, it's like the ox is more about working with the community and carrying a load to build something or to create something for everybody. Whereas the tiger is teaching us that maybe we need to also include ourselves in that conversation. Like, what is it that we need and how can we be more direct and how can we be a little bit more self-centered? Like Laura also likes to say, like with a house cat, one day they love you, the other day they hate you and, and that's okay. So just being open to embracing that energy. And I think like with the snake, Katie, like I think part of that is snake has a little bit of that tiger energy. However, it also has the monkey energy that it's not completely direct, right? So- And snakes are pretty smart too. Like snakes are very wise and thoughtful and tigers are not, that's not, you wouldn't, like a tiger isn't going to sit there and think thoughtfully and and really tap into their wisdom like a snake would. Tigers are like, nope, let's do it. 
Yeah. Instinct. They're going on yeah. In- instinct, yeah. intuition. Yeah. And they're um, like, our teacher would say like the S of a space or, or the energy is like this. You can imagine like the spine of a cat or a tiger ready to pounce. It's very direct and straight and there's no confusion there. What do you think, Katie? Sorry, we just talked at you for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, that's fascinating. Oh my gosh. I, I was just thinking like hearing about Taoism and and knowing that like some of the ancient Taoists you know, sitting in caves in the olden days would tap into the different elemental energies to support them. And if anybody's wondering like why flowers with Chinese astrology, that doesn't really make sense. But it's like, I think of it how when you guys talk about you have your space and then you have challenges in your space and then you have feng shui cures or you have elements that you can add to your environment to help support what's challenging the flowers can come in or the flower elixirs can come in in that same way like that the way that the you know ancient masters or yoginis or yogis would tap into the elementals and literally drink the dew drops from flowers and trees it's just sort of like a more modern way to bring that into the tiger year. And it sounds like as a snake, I'm going to need some cures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and, and another thing I think about the flowers or turning to nature and, and this is really what astrology or Chinese astrology is about and feng shui. It's that we're no longer looking at life as linear, but how can we look at this time as a wheel? And how do we see that we are a part of this cyclical time where beginning and end and middle are all happening at the same time with nature. In the Northern hemisphere, we're in the winter. In the Southern hemisphere, we're in the summer, but we're all here on this earth together as humans. And so we are also here with the flora and fauna and also other elements of earth like flowers and flowers are like the stars of the earth, right? Right. Oh, so pretty. Oh, one other thing I wanted to remind people, if you're super curious about what's coming up for your 2022 in light of the Chinese system is since we're looking at 12 year cycles, we would encourage you to look back 12 years ago, what happened in your life 12 years ago or 24 years ago. Again, like how do we look at life as a wheel that's constantly turning versus beginning, middle and end, but how are all those things happening and informing each other? And how can we influence our present moment by looking at life in this way as a cycle, as a wheel? And, you know, the Chinese Zodiac, all the animals are actually often depicted in a wheel and, you know, our students know that, but it's not generally known. And so the first animal on that list is the rat. So let's start with the rat. So um, I'm going to give, so for the listeners, I'm going to give a little top line review of the rat, what years you would be born in if you were born in the year of the rat. And remember that if you were born February 4th or before you would be the year prior. And we'll talk a little bit about each animal, uh, the overall energy, a feng shui tip and who you're compatible with. And then Katie, it would be great if you would offer a supportive flower elixir for each animal. Okay. So rats, rats are resourceful. They like to be busy. They can sniff out opportunities. They are 1924, 1936, 1948, 1960, 1972, 1984, 1996, and 
the ox and the rat are considered best friends in the Chinese zodiac. So in the tiger year, the overall energy is good and you're most compatible with the dragon monkey, rat, and ox, and you clash with the horse. Laura, wait, did I miss something on talking about the rat? We like to tell, okay, we wanted to talk about what you can do with the energy, how you can work with the energy of it. So last year was probably pretty good for you because you are best buds with the ox, right? I'm a rat. So what I would say, what, you know, we've kind of thought about is rats can work well with tigers if they're aligned with them, because they're both very like rats are pretty resourceful. They're just going to figure out, okay, I got to work with what I got here. So choose your projects wisely. And and then work and embrace that dynamic energy of the tiger. That's sort of what I was thinking around that. Yeah. And Katie, what do you think about a flower? It looks like that would support that energy. I'm just going to preface this with like, this is totally intuitive method. So you guys can beat me down if it doesn't seem like it fits. Okay. Um, But I would recommend a funny plant called meadow cabbage, which is the the first plant that comes up in the forest, in the Arctic forest in, in Canada. And it's known to be what the bears eat when they come out of hibernation and it's full of pollen. And the whole premise of this beautiful it looks like bok choy growing in the forest. It's the weirdest thing you've seen, but it's about feeding your vision and it's about nourishment. And maybe that's like taking the nourishment that you received from the awesome year you had. Well, if you're a rat, you could suppose that you had a great year last year, even though it was hard for everyone, but looking at how can you nourish yourself more so that you can allow yourself and other people to feed your vision versus getting depleted and kind of going in a hamster wheel. That flower is found in a blend that we have called expansive presence, um, which is also about just like magnetizing everything to you and being able to receive versus having to really like go out and make things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Laura? You're the, you're the like rat that. in the group. Yeah. Well, I think rats have a lot of water in them generally too. That's their fixed element. And so going with the flow and trying to, you know, Really, that's what rats are really good at. So I like that a lot. I've never heard of that plant. And so I'm fascinated. That's really cool. Yeah, I learn something every day. But yeah, I like that. Thanks, Katie. That's a good yeah. one. Laura. Okay, so the next one, I'm going to do ox. So oxes. Steady Eddie. We just came out of this year. Hardworking. I mean, it's really helpful just to think about these animals in there you know, well, these, this is a farm animal works. So they plow through things fairly calmly, very different than a tiger. You know, they're, they're not um, extreme or extra at all. Uh, Oxen are great friends with snakes, roosters, and rats. And so ox and tiger, um, they are okay. Like they just, they're not going to be besties because they're both stubborn. So ox and, and in different ways. So if you are an ox this year, would say to try to embrace a little more flexibility and kind of to get along this year with the energy. Overall, the energy is going to be okay, you know, it's it, but you need to learn how to work with it. So choose to be more open, more flexible, and don't see compromise as a defeat, I would say for oxen. Oh, and what you're compatible with, you're compatible with rooster, snake, rat. As I said, you clash with ram or sheep, depending on how you talk. Ram and sheep, same animal, but depending on the culture, different names for it. So what are you feeling, Katie, on that Mm -hmm. one? 
I think Ox could benefit from working with white magnolia. Um, white magnolia is like, it's kind of like a giant lotus sitting in a tree. So it has that like awakening capacity, but it's also got the steadiness of a tree, um, which fits really well with ox. And white magnolia would help the ox slow down and kind of relax into the process a little bit. And also recognizing divine timing rather than getting into a space of like, ah, am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right place? Having that sense of I'm in the right place at the right time, even if I'm going through a, a transition or a great change and then being able to see what's deeper in that particular situation and being able to access your spiritual power. I love white magnolias. Wait, what is the blend it's in? Boundless wisdom. Okay. Very nice. I think that's good, especially after coming out of the ox year, because when you're in your own year, it's actually challenging, which brings me to the next animal, the tiger. So we're tigers in a tiger year. So most people think, oh my God, it's my year. It's the best. (laughs) But from the way that our teachers taught us is actually you are in a very precarious spot because on the wheel, you're actually sitting in the year God seat. So you are kind of like the year God doesn't like that. It actually uh, means that you face a lot of challenges. And so it's a challenging year. And in general, we, you know, we talked a lot about tiger already. They're dynamic. They're very self-reliant, but those born in the year of the tiger, it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. And in feng shui, we do a protection ceremony called the golden cicada ritual that Laura and I do every year online. So if anyone's interested, you can join our class. You can check it out at mindfuldesignschool.com. But generally, I think the first step is to realize that it's not going to be the smoothest year. And once you recognize that, and you have a little bit of compassion for yourself, then you can start to shift the energy. And I think our teachers would always joke like, oh, you can like go, uh, you can get married or you can do something really big to change your chi this year. So recognize that you have all the possibility to shift that chi and to gain from it. And also it's really helpful to carry around your best friend, which is a pig. So a three-dimensional representation of the pig or like the pig charm that we sell at the holistic spaces store, or you can hang out with people born in the year of the pig that will be very supportive. So the overall energy of the year is so, so, and if you're a tiger, you're born in the years, 1926, 1938, 1950, 1962, 74, 86, 98, and 2010. And in general, we would recommend that you enjoy the support of the water this year, which is helping you as a tiger, but to watch out, to watch your own nature, to see that you can be reckless sometimes, that you can be maybe overly self-reliant and start to question those things that you feel most challenged by. Yeah. What I got was the jade succulent, which is this beautiful, you know, like a jade plant. And when it flowers, it has this beautiful little white star on it. And that one is found in a blend called radiant energy. I would go after sort of the positive aspects of of the tiger where this particular flower will expand your powerful presence. It will expand your aura. It will help you go for it. And if there's any areas of your life that you've been a little bit shy or reserved, you know, tigers are really solitary and independent and they may hold back. 
but being able to get clear on what you really want, because if you're going to go and take really direct, bold action, you want to be clear first on what it is that you want to do. And this particular flower will help you be really clear and also bring whatever that's kind of like latent inside of you up to the forefront. So you can really go for it this year. Rabbit. Rabbits. So years. 1927, 1939, 1951, 1963, 1975, 1987, 1999, and 2011. Overall, rabbits are easygoing, pretty easy peasy, sociable. They're pretty graceful. They're a little on the conservative side. You know, they don't rock the boat a lot. And rabbits are friends with ram, pig, and dog. And this year, rabbits will probably not feel super comfortable with that dynamic and creative energy of a tiger. Also just think about the visual of a rabbit next to a tiger. (laughs) It's scary for that little rabbit. Um, Overall the rabbit will, but will go along to get along. So it, I would say it's a pretty, it's actually pretty neutral for the rabbit. Just they are going to have to get used to and be okay with this dynamic energy. So try to see the positives in the create, in this creative and bold energy of the tiger. And yeah. And, and I mean, embrace it to a, to an extent, but you're, you're going to be okay. It's pretty neutral. And then you're compatible with, as I mentioned, pig, sheep, and dog, and you clash with rooster. Katie, what, what, what are you getting from that? Yeah. I'm thinking of the euphrasia flower and the euphrasia flower is also called eyebright. It looks like a, like a, an eye with eyelashes and it's about, it's about seeing. So trusting your intuition, trusting your decisiveness, trusting those like really tiny little quiet inclinations. If you think about like a rabbit sitting there mm-hmm. quiet, this would be the year to really deeply trust your own intuition and not necessarily need something from the outside to tell you or to read about it or to see it online or the news is saying xyz but to really go inside and trust what is real for you and the euphrasia flower is in a blend called inspired action which just overall is about momentum and trusting in the direction you're going in and that's one of my that was like my first blend from lotus way inspired action Okay. Uh, dragon. So next is dragon. Dragons are the years 1928, 1940, 1954, 1976, 1988, 2000, and 2012. And dragons pretty okay in the year of the tiger. They, you know, both dragons and tigers respect each other because they both have very strong, bold, solitary natures. And so this energy is familiar to both parties, both types, both archetypes. And so the overall energy of the year is going to be pretty good for a dragon. And what you can do to take advantage of that energy is to align your, your powerful dragon energy with the action of the tiger and to just, and I think there's also something about a dragon acknowledging there's other people that also have that same powerful energy that the tiger, cause that's also like, a, as a dragon, like I've been taught, like sometimes, Oh, you know, watch out for the tiger, you know, that, there, there could be like a little bit of butting heads, but when you can respect that both of you are coming with that strong energy, then it can 
be in alignment. And in general, dragons are most compatible with the rat, the monkey, and the rooster, and they clash with the dog. Okay. So for the dragon, I, let's see. Um, I get clock vine flower and that is all about vulnerability and it's about seeing the elephant in the room. So, um, and maybe that has to do with, you know, facing the fact that my God, there's another sign in that, you know, the, <laughs> the zodiac is powerful besides dragon, but it's about like letting things disassemble and fall apart so they can reassemble in a more powerful, um, system. So like being able to put your guts out on the table and then reassemble so that you can be more powerful. And maybe that's like leaning into the tiger energy and being able to use that to your benefit and also having a direct access, direct channel to your heart versus, you know, dragons sometimes can be pretty airy and flighty and, and moving very quickly and as these mythical creatures. And this is a way to sort of slow them down a little bit to directly connect you with your heart and what's most important to you this year. And um, Clockvine is in a blend called Open Heart. Nice. That sounds, that sounds about right. Like, in fact, I was just at a meditation retreat over the holidays and the first night they're like, okay, what is your intention while you're here? And I think like, cause I was crying, I was crying and they're like, everyone was like, I wouldn't, I couldn't hear anything you said. Cause you had a mask on. And then you were also crying the whole time, but I reflected back on, if I look back, like over the years, I never would have sat there crying, talking in a room and just opening up to that vulnerability. So that makes sense. Makes you more powerful too. Yes. Especially when they're wondering what I'm talking about. They're like, wow, I really want to know what she's saying. (laughs) It's a lot of mystery there. So speaking of mystery, snakes are very mysterious, right, Laura? Yes. Snakes are, yeah, they're mysterious. They're very wise, graceful, intellectual. They're they're clever, uh, but not, they're not clever like a monkey. They're, they're, they're actually, you know, legit smart. <laughs> not that monkeys aren't not legit smart, but monkeys go about it in a different way. Let's put it that way. And snakes are best friends with roosters, monkey and ox. And yeah, they're quieter and more thoughtful. Unlike the tiger, the boisterous tiger. But I believe that snakes are smart enough to stick to their own path and to not get tangled up with that tiger energy and get worried about it. Overall, though, it isn't fantastic for, you know, a snake and a tiger to come together. But what you can do is, again, tap into that wisdom, you know, use that wisdom that snakes have. Don't get bothered by the unpredictable tiger. So to stick to your plan, really, you know, you're smart. Snakes are smart. Just don't get riled up and you'll be just fine. And you're most compatible with rooster, ox, monkey, and you clash with pig. Oh, and I'll do the years. The years are 1929, 1941, 1953, 1965, 1977, 1989, 2001, and 2013. Okay. I'm a snake. I got a little yeah. snake here. <laughs> so for the snake, I recommend the chocolate flower. Uh, chocolate flower is this big, bright yellow daisy that smells like chocolate. It's so divine. And you can throw it in smoothies and make your own perfume out of it. That smells like chocolate. But interestingly, the, the energetic effect of chocolate flower is to keep things simple. The most simple path, streamline, streamline, streamline. It's in a blend called joy juice, um, which is is overall just like for more joy and laughter, but also just keeping things the easiest path. Don't overthink it. 
So that's what I would recommend for the, for the snakes is to just cheer up and keep things as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. Don't overcomplicate things. That sounds good. I guess you'll be working with joy juice next year, this year, this year. Yeah. And the snake, you know, is very powerful, is very powerful. So I think that's an interesting, it's interesting that it's, it's in a challenging position to the tiger because, you know, snakes shed, shed their skin and they're transforming, they're about transformation. It's an interesting parallel in a way to the tiger. Like they're both powerful and strong in their own way. So next we have the horse. So if you're born in 1930, 1942, 1954, 1966, 78, 90, and 2002, you are born in the year of the horse. And horses are in general strong. They're active. They're always like galloping and always moving. They're, they're all about like super fire energy too, but they're always dynamic and moving and looking for an adventure. Their best friends are with tiger they're they're really in harmony with tiger they also do well with dogs and rams so horses are in harmony with the year so a very good companion to the tiger and the horse is also able to adapt to this energy of the tiger and can really receive a lot from this exciting year and will benefit from the unpredictability of the tiger energy. So horses will do well and they'll find this energy, the energy of this year, very supportive. And so we would remind those born in the year of the horse to use this dynamic energy of the tiger to take your new project or whatever it is that you are working on to really bring it forward. And horses again are t- most compatible with the tiger, the dog and the ramp and they are they are in clash with the rat. So they had the hardest year in the year of the rat a couple of years ago. Okay, so what here's what I get for the horse. The flower is the Icelandic visia, uh, which is this beautiful purple wildflower that, you know, covers the ground near waterfalls in Iceland and you can just lie down and and it gives you that sense of like embodied pleasure. So I would say, and it's in a blend that we have called luscious embodiment. So I would say for horses, it's really important to let it all hang out. And ironically, horses and tigers, do tigers, tigers don't have manes like lions do, but it's kind of like, but they have those like beautiful stripes. So it's like, crazy stripes. Mm -hmm. yeah, let your wild out, like let your hair fly free, release any emotional tension or uptightness or any areas that are feeling like tight in your nervous system or your muscular system and try to embrace pleasure and allow yourself to be nourished and spacious and let it all hang out, be embodied. Ram or sheep is next. And the years are 1931, 1943, 1955, 1965, 1979, 1991, and 2003. And do the math for me, Angie, at 12, 2016. No, 2015. Sorry, 2015. I don't know why it's not here. I'm really bad at math. 2015. So Rams are gentle and kind, but underneath that you know, sort of sweet exterior is a pretty strong and determined individual. We know our, one of our teachers is a Ram and she's, you know, also 
you know, in her other numbers is, um, has a lot of wood. So she's very direct and very strong. Although, you know, you don't know that right away. You don't see that right away. And rams are friends with pigs and rabbits and horses. And I would say overall, it's a neutral relationship with the tiger. So this will come as a relief because last year you were in a clash with the ox. So you're moving into something a little bit easier. It's neutral. Um, nothing too crazy either way. I would say, Generally, what we would say is enjoy the drama-free relationship with the tiger. Maybe revisit an unfinished or abandoned project that you thought you were going to do in 2021, but it just didn't happen because it just wasn't, you weren't feeling it. And your determination and your strength can easily weather this, the energy of a tiger. So you are most compatible with rabbit, pig, and horse, and you clash with the ox. Interesting. Okay. So the plant I get for, for sheep this year is the redwood tree. And that's in a blend that we have called true strength and it could be many things, but it's sort of like, ah, be more like a goat than a sheep, you know, rather than have the wool in front of your eyes, use that strength of the tiger to actually like see clearly what's happening and allow that strength, stability, foundation, support, to guide you. It's also sort of a, a plant of the divine masculine. So allowing more structure, more sense of creating the container for whatever to arise and knowing that that will, that will keep your feet firmly planted underneath you as you're climbing the mountain. Is goat another goat is like mm -hmm. another way of describing yeah, it is another way goat, sheep, ram. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Next is monkey. So monkeys are 1932, 1944, 1956, 1968, 1980, 1992, 2004, and 2016. And monkeys are uh, clever and curious. They're very charming. They are best friends with the dragon, the rat, and snake. They are playful. Monkeys in a opposite seat across the wheel from the tiger so it's a really it's it's going to be a challenging year a difficult year maybe maybe difficult is not the word challenging I like to use and you may not see the energy of the year as harmoniously as you wish it could be but you can look at this as how can you begin to be curious, not just about what you want to do, but curious about how maybe the energy that's not like you works. So, so we have this idea of the monkey maybe moves around, doesn't go in a straight line, is very connected to socializing with other people. And then there's this energy of the self-reliant direct tiger. And so how can the monkey be curious and observe this energy that's not intuitive to them, but still learn from it. And how can you, and how can you take this as an experience to grow? So the monkey again does clash with the year of the tiger. And so it's really great. If you, if you're a listener, if you could come to our golden cicada ritual that we do, that we'll do on a lunar new year's Eve on January 31st. So you can purchase that class at our website, mindfuldesignschool.com. And we also really recommend that you hang out with those born in the year of the pig. You can carry a pig amulet with you and you can purchase one of those at the Holistic Spaces store. 
So overall, this energy is not great for use, but what you can do is not, not to take things too personal and practice gratitude and see how you can offer some compassion and kindness and soothe yourself a bit this year and still be true to your own curiosity. Monkeys are most compatible with the rat, dragon, and snake, and their clash is the tiger. Mm. So for the monkeys this year, I would recommend a flower called the Hong Kong orchid. It's a, a beautiful red flower that grows on a tree and it's in a blend called infinite love. And it's all about self-love and acceptance. So if this is one of those years when you not only are curious about how people who are different from you do things, but curious about the different sides of yourself inside you that maybe you would consider as ugly or not appropriate or angry or fierce or aspects of the monkey that aren't cute, right? Um, but like letting those be seen by first by yourself and really being able to deeply accept all parts of yourself and then therefore being able to be seen more um, in the world this year, despite things being, you know, kind of feeling awkward or different, bringing in that like soft, tender, gentle love for yourself. Yeah. I think infinite love sounds perfect for those born in the year of the monkey. Okay. Rooster. So roosters are very metal, you know, that's um, one of their fixed elements. They're articulate. They like to talk or they're very good communicators, depending on how you think about it. They're pretty confident. They're pretty bold as well. So roosters are best friends with snakes, oxen, and dragons. Their years are 1933, 1945, 1957, 1969, 1981, 1993, 2005, and 2017. Roosters are precise and they're orderly. They like things done a certain way. So unlike the freedom loving tiger, so there's a bit of difference there, but I will say overall, they can find common ground. Again, they're very bold. They're very, they're both very, again, that's some strong energy there, but they just have different ways of moving through the world. So overall, the energy is neutral for a rooster. So it's, you know, not good, not bad, but what you'll want to recognize as roosters is just to see the benefits in this tiger, creative tiger energy, this less structured way of being and open yourself up to this when the, when the situation might call for it. So try not to always be controlling about it. And then the compatible, uh, most compatible animals, as I mentioned, are ox, snake, and dragon. And as I mentioned, you clash with rabbit. Hmm. Maybe you guys will have to help me understand why this is coming up, but I get for the rooster, what something that would be really beneficial would be the, the jade vine flower, which is this literally one of the only flowers in the world that is this beautiful teal color. And it looks like uh, a bunch of kind of hooks and it's kind of the quintessential flower for engagement and intimacy. And rather than getting snagged into someone else's emotional drama or feeling like kind of the world is um, too brash, being able to be out in the world and feel comfortable and feel like not everyone is going to drain your energy allowing you to be fully yourself um, versus be sort of in hostile waters. Why would I get that? Well, I think roosters are very protective 
generally, they're actually a symbol of protection, a big symbol of protection. And I think that they're maybe this year, because the tiger is so much like them, they might have their guard up. So Mm -hmm. maybe there's something about keeping that, like just trying to just not always have to do everything or react to everything. Not always have to have your feathers up. Exactly. Those like (laughs) those, those actually those feathers around the neck, they're very, you know, very powerful in in feng shui as well. So yeah, the rooster is a very powerful symbol. Um, Actually the rooster, the dragon and the tiger are all very powerful symbols of protection. So I think that there's something there with it. Like always having your neck feathers up. You don't need to do that. Yeah. And if you can let down your guard, then you may be able to experience a deeper connection and human Mm -hmm. intimacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you talked about the jade vine, having the hooks, I imagine like kind of maybe the claws of a rooster. Yeah. So, so maybe taking that less protective stance and being more vulnerable and because also roosters talk a big talk sometimes too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like peacocks, you know, and Mm -hmm. and the hooks rather than being like the claws are like, you know, this, the jade vines actually upside down hooks. So it's like come in and connect versus like Mm -hmm. clawing. (laughs) Wow. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And then that, again, that's, there's that connection with the tiger too, that one could think of the tiger clawing or being very protective as a predator Well, and, and also as a predator, right. But how can we look at the flip side of that energy and where that comes from? Okay. Next is dog. Dogs are 1934, 1946, 1958, 1970, 1982, Dogs are very loyal and similar to this energy we talked about with the rooster, they're protectors. You know, in ancient China, there was like the food dogs that were protectors that protected the home and dogs now like often protect the home. So, So because the dog is in harmony with the tiger, this energy will be supportive in 2020. And our recommendation would be to really take advantage and go with the flow of the tiger year and really embody your practical, loyal, no nonsense nature. Hmm. Okay. So I get for the dog, um, the Eagle fern. So it's, it's like allowing things to unfold versus forcing them to be a certain way. It's in a blend called inner knowing, which is really like allowing your inner vision to unfold and um, trusting in your inner resources, letting things kind of fall into place one step at a time and know that all the resources you need are within you. So rather than getting worried about who's going to get your next meal as sometimes dogs do knowing that as long as you stay rooted in your own inner nourishment and what feels right to you, you can let go of worries and know that you're in alignment for this year. Last but not least pig pigs are good natured, trustworthy, fun, loving. They're helpful. And the years for the pig are 1935, 1947, 1959, 1971, 1983, 
1995, 2007, and 2019. So pigs are best friends with the rabbit, ram, and tigers. So this is good. So pigs are hardworking, but they know how to have a good time. And the tiger likes this about the pig. They like their fun loving nature and they make a great match. They work really well together. I think pigs are pretty forgiving too. Like pigs are pretty easygoing generally. And they actually kind of get a kick out of the tiger. So I, you know, pigs will enjoy great energy this year in the tiger. So it's, it's, you know, overall great, you know, and I would say what you can do is to take new ideas, actions, things that you want to manifest things that you really have been thinking about and let that, that, and the tiger will bring to you. So be aware of these things, but put your own pig spin on them. Right. So, you know, the tiger is going to bring it in a certain way, but you all, you know, you pigs are very, they're solid in many ways. And they're always looking for the more comfortable way to do things. So, you know, stick with that part of it, you know, come stay to your true nature. And overall, you are more compatible with sheep, rabbit and tiger, and you clash with the snake. Interesting. So for pig, I get the papaya flower. And the papaya flower, it's in a blend that we have called full bloom. Um, this sounds like a good year for pigs to full bloom. Mm-hmm. Very supported. And the papaya flower is about gentleness and softness and cooperation, receptivity, intuition, collaboration instead of competition, compassion, and overall the sense of accomplishing things by being versus doing, you know, which I think I tend to think of the pig as kind of like rolling around in the mud and really enjoying and allowing that energy to move you forward ironically in a year of the tiger, which is more about like that direct, bold action and doing, but that your special sauce this year is in being versus Mm -hmm. doing. I like it. Perfect. So let's do like a quick recap of everyone. So if you can, do you have the list? Mm -hmm. Okay. So rat is meadow cabbage flower in expansive presence about feeding your vision. Ox white magnolia flower also found in boundless wisdom to recognize right and divine timing tiger jade succulent flower for powerful presence and to go for it it's in radiant energy rabbit rabbit is euphrasia found in inspired action for trusting yourself in your decisions dragon Clockvine found an open heart for more vulnerability and having a direct channel to your heart. Snake. Chocolate flower found in joy juice for keeping things simple and cutting through confusion. Horse. Icelandic visia found in luscious embodiment for letting it all hang out and embracing your wild embodied pleasure. Ram. Redwood found in true strength finding your stability and foundation through divine masculine monkey hong kong orchid found an infinite love for deeper self-love and acceptance no matter what arises this year rooster jade vine flower for deeper engagement and being fully in the world without having to protect yourself being able to let down your guard dog Dog is the fern in a blend called inner knowing for allowing things to unfold with all the resources you have inside. 
And for the lucky, the luckiest animal this year, the pig. Papaya flower found in full bloom to focus on being versus doing. Oh, and can you, before we end, Katie, can you just tell people how they could use it, how they can use the, the blend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so flower essences in the, in the ancient days, in the, in the days of Taoism or, you know, yogis and caves during meditation, they would literally go out into the wild and drink the dew drops from the tops of plants and flowers. In this case, um, you can just take the elixir and add it to your coffee, water, or tea. Or we make mists and anointing oils that have essential oils in them if you're really in love with like the sensual pleasure of aromatherapy. So you can mist it in your space on top of, you know, around you or apply it to your skin. In like daily moment to moment rituals to kind of help you ground into those energies. Yeah. And you can also, for the listeners, you can also explore the plant ally that Katie has offered for each animal too, and just do some, maybe some research and see what you can learn about it and find out what resonates with you with that flower and really unpack it. Yeah. I mean, you could use it for creative writing prompts. You can look at how it grows, where it grows. Um, you can put the image on your cell phone wallpaper to remind yourself of that energy. There's so many things that ways that you can tap into that energy. Yes. And can you tell them where they can find you and find these blends? Yeah. We're at Lotus way It's Lotus, like the flower and then W E I.com. And we're on all the social media channels as well. Yeah. And we'll have all of this up on the show notes. And then I'm sure Katie and I are going to put some kind of blog up with links to that. So thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. Katie. Yeah, absolutely. So much fun spending time with you guys. And I want to also say that we've been at Lotus way. We also do a monthly program called the flower Revolution, And Angie has been so gracious to donate her time each month to it's really cool because what she'll do, we'll, we'll release a different flower elixir each month. That's very specific to like, whereas what we're doing here is like the year specific to your animal sign. The flower evolution is specific to the collective consciousness and what's happening that month. And then Angie just takes it and applies it to your space and how you can change things in your space feng shui wise to amplify it. So Thank you, Angie, for doing it. It's fascinating. It is amazing. So if you all are listening and you love this, that might be something that you want to check out. Yeah, it's kind of like what we're doing here, but flipped where Katie is bringing in the flower elixirs. And then I like the last six months, and we're going to do it the next six months is I bring in my intuitive take on how to work with that flower elixir at this specific time based on what, what I'm coming up with, but also what the flower, what teaching the flower is offering that plant ally is offering. So definitely check out the flower evolution. I've been in the program for years. I don't know how long now, a long time. And you make it so fascinating. I love what you bring to the table. It's so awesome. We love collaborating with you and we're, we're just really delighted to, to be doing this with you every year. It's such an honor. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. So, Thanks. So, so I'm going to close the call, uh, the podcast now with our exit. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others. 
You can subscribe and leave a review. You can also support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to check out our new membership that's opening up for one week called the Inner Circle. And we'll be opening it up periodically at selected times throughout the year. You have to get on our mailing list to kind of be notified about that. So go to mindfuldesignschool.com and you can sign up for our newsletter. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.